everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Joining us on the Eagles, Will Lee. He is uh, with the Fab Foe. You may recognize the name from uh, the David Letterman Show and the Paul Schaefer Band. And Will, it is great to be talking to you. I saw you guys last year when you were in Tampa Bay at the Palladium, and you blew me away. And I'm so excited to see you guys at the Capitol Theater in downtown Clearwater Friday night. I consider myself um, uh, a Beatles savant in the fact that uh, I'm, I'm so obsessed with them, and my wife tells me so often, but I find myself again and again uh, just uh, marveling uh, at their body of work and every six months turning out the masterpieces that they did. When did you realize, Will, that you wanted to do a project like this and get the guys together and say, wait a second, you know, it's not about wigs it's not about you know cool sergeant pepper costumes it's about the music and really really making it uh you know what it can be and should be um you know it's i never thought about it as, as obvious as a thing it as it might seem to a person who's a huge beetle freak like myself and always have been kind of guided by what the beatles did as far as what do i do you know um until i met our our drummer and singer uh, we, we're all singers, but the, the guy that particularly caught my ear was Rich Pagano, uh, who's in the band and has been since day one back in 1998. We're about to celebrate our 18th anniversary. And you guys kind of figured out and talking to one another that, you know, in addition, you had a lot of shared interests and probably liked a lot of the same music. But what, when the Beatles would enter the conversation, then all of a sudden you guys would start to gush and just marvel at uh, at, at the boys? <clears throat> Actually, before that even happened, when I heard his playing and singing, I thought to myself, "Wow, this guy's got the Ringo thing completely down." And we weren't—we weren't playing Beatles music. We were playing another guy's music. We were playing in a in a in a more progressive trio with a great, uh, the great late Hiram Bullock, guitarist, the original guitarist from the Letterman Show. We were out on on the road doing a little mini tour of of Europe. And we were playing his music, which had nothing to do with the Beatles. But when I heard his playing, it just it just rang out to me, spoke out to me as a thing that, wow, wouldn't it be fun to bring the Beatles records to the stage with this guy? And then we uh, we filled in the rest of the guys. Cool. Well, you you, you have it so covered in in the thing about. Your particular show is, is I found myself, when I saw you guys last year, listening for, you know, nuances here and there that I wasn't really sure you guys were going to bring, and boom, there they were. And it's obvious that you guys are, are such devotees and, and, and so serious about doing it right and, and paying tribute to uh, certainly the greatest thing uh, to happen in our generation. Well, the magic is in those details for us, you know. We, we, we decided to skip over the trying to, trying to look like the Beatles with the whole wig and the fake noses because the music was where the magic was for us. So mm-hmm. that's where we that's where we live. No doubt. You know, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Will, um, the amount of people that I have turned on to and YouTube uh, your guys treatment of side two of Abbey Road. And I think you did it on Howard's show or you did it up in the, the Sirius studios. But. Uh, anybody, and sometimes they'll go, well, Fab Fo, what do you mean? I go, no, 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 no. 
Let me just, as opposed to, you know, dribbling on, check out this video uh, on YouTube. And everyone who watches calls me back and goes, wow. Uh, it was pretty oh, remarkable. Very nice of you. Thank you. Well, thanks for sharing that because that's really, that really is uh, what we're about, is, is, is really just honoring the actual textures and the music. And, you know, and we just, and it's not that serious anymore. We just, we're just having a blast doing it. Now we're going to hear we're very serious at the beginning. Actually, we had a few fist fights, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. All the love. You know, I get to play Paul. No, 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 I get to play Paul. Um, hey, uh, oh, yeah. All- we get to see, and I know you guys did this last year, I think in, in Miami Lauderdale, but now we get to see uh, opening groove to closing groove of Rubber Soul Friday night at the Cap. And there is going to be, I guess, another set of, of, of Beatle favorites. And uh, I, I just got to tell you, uh, and for what it's worth, <laughs> my vote, obviously, I'm hoping that uh, we get to hear a little bit of uh, Golden Slumbers. And the way you guys did While My Guitar Gently Weeps last year, I mean, it was stunning, stunning. Well, you might get a bit of that this year. Who hey, knows? Hey, hey, I'm hoping. I'm just you know, putting my early early yeah. wish in, Will. That's what I'm saying. Well, we can't play all the tunes every time we come, but we can certainly cover a lot of stuff, and we try to make sure that we didn't do everything that we did last time. So we're going to probably mix it up. I, I'm not saying we're not going to do those tunes because I really don't know what the rest of the set list is because I'm f- so focused on, on the details of rubber, of rubber Soul right now, which is, you know, Rubber Soul my definition is what is rubber soul besides, you know, what, what, what does rubber soul have in it? That's, that's, uh, the common denominator, uh, between the two albums, the one released first in, in England and the one released on Capitol here in the States. Cause there's different, there are different songs, right? But throughout the night, throughout the night, we're going to cover all the tunes and probably the order will probably be the order of the British version of, of that album. And then we'll fill in the blanks later with with the remaining tunes that you know that showed up in different ways, shapes, or forms here and there. And um, you know some of the songs that were done around the time of it that probably didn't make it to either album. So it's, it was a magical time, you know, where the where the Beatles were kind of bridging from from straight ahead rock and roll via folk somehow into psychedelia kind of. It was a bit of a bridge between all that, so you got a bit of everything. First time we ever heard the sitar sound was was on that record. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it's just... Norwegian Woods. Yeah, well, it's just such a remarkable album, as they all are, as a a revolver, and it's just, again, you, you kept seeing this... This progression, this growth, this the growth, this evolution of the band that was just, well, uh, so mind-boggling and, and made them so near and, and dear to us. You know, I, when I talked to Jack last year, I made a suggestion about Wheel O' Beatles because you guys, you know, really know the whole catalog. And I said it would be kind of cool if you guys had a wheel with different songs. He goes, nah, we've already done it, already done it. Oh, that's going to be in my book. If I ever write my book, that's the story of that wheel is going to be in my book because it's pretty funny what happened. It's a long story; I can't tell it now. But, <laughs> but we tried it. We tried a wheel, and it was a total disaster. It was hilarious. Uh, because, let me. You know the Beatles. The Beatles songs are so short. Right. It's they're probably shorter than the amount of time that it takes for the wheel to stop spinning. Yep. <laughs> if you know what I mean. So. People really want to hear the music. They don't want to hear the wheels spinning. Uh, well, I saw the Beatles at Crosley Field in Cincinnati on their uh, on their second tour, and um, oh, lucky you. 
Yeah, Lucky Me is right. And they, I think he played 11 or 12 songs, and everybody goes, oh, great. And I said, yeah, it was about a half hour, 33 minutes, and they were gone. I'm like, what? What? I said, you got to realize the songs were like, you know, three, four minutes back then. And I said, you know, covering 11, 12 songs takes just about a half hour, maybe 30 minutes, 35. And that was that. Well, you certainly probably got your seven dollars worth. I, I twice back then. Uh, every every nickel of the five dollars, and they were pretty decent seats. Uh, they were, I think, uh, just above the dugout, and uh, it, it, you know, of course, you couldn't hear anything, but it didn't matter. It was just you know, being there was 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 the thing. Um, let me float this by you, and I, I want you to weigh in on it. I was at a uh, party a couple of weeks back, and uh, the the conversation became somewhat heated. And and here's what happened. I said, you know, the next, regarding the Beatles, the next really big event, I said, is when George Martin passes, because he's 90 years old now, and I says, you know, at some point in time, he's, he's going to slip away here. And I said, you know, that's going to be, you know, a, a, a momentous event for, for baby boomers and, and, and certainly Beatle fans, to which this guy I'm talking to said, oh, no, this is going to be a blip on a radar. And I looked at him and go, what are you, what are you saying? He goes, well, really, nobody beyond, you know, the baby boomers, uh, 60 plus. He goes, for the 35 uh, you know, year old, he goes, he's going to be back page, just a small blurb. I said, you're wrong. You are absolutely wrong on this. You have no idea how essential this guy is, was, and how aware of people uh, are of George Martin. Well, if people are paying attention to Donald Trump, he's probably right. <laughs> yeah, well, that could be. That could be. Uh, I just think that uh, you know, and I don't need to tell you. I mean, his his the way that he was able to 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 corral and channel and and uh, work with the boys. I I I just it was it was a miracle. Yes, it I was. Mean, first of all, he he heard what they had to offer way beyond the ears of people who had turned the Beatles down from all those other record companies. Nobody would sign them. Right. He heard it right away. So. You know the the amount the amount of musicality in that guy to right. have to have sensed what they had underneath the surface is is a genius. Right, and you know, the fact because, I was just going to add, yeah. and the fact that he what he had available to him, uh, technology wise, with a you know a two track four track uh, stuff and and doing what he was doing was just, I mean, it's it's mind boggling. I think he was inspired by their courage to take chances with their writing the way they did. You know, you mentioned earlier about how, how the Beatles kept coming, kept bringing the next le level of like amazing, uh, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, creativity, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, after they had, after they had already blown everybody's brains out, but by coming up, you know, with like this great song, that great song. And they, you know, with the amount of courage that they had, they were, they were, had full confidence to charge full ahead and just keep taking chances and getting it right almost every time. You know, well, I was going to ask you, and you're right about that, but you guys really must have a labor of love on stage because these Beatles songs are so woven into the baby boomer fabric. They have become nursery rhymes for the baby boomers and others. When you're on stage doing this stuff and you're seeing the reaction, uh, to the audience and people, you know, singing along or mouthing the words. That's that's got to be a pretty cool thrill. It's really wonderful, and you know what's even better, man, is you know you keep saying baby boomers, baby boomers, but these baby boomers have had kids who have had You're kids. Right. You're right. Who are just just as into it. Yep. And and it's incredible how it translates. You know, I think any good parent would 
would have a copy of Yellow Submarine in the house, for example. <laughs> yep, yep. I yeah. really do. I mean, I'm not just being prejudiced. I think as far as if you want to give your kid some good, healthy, clean guidance, you know, that has music built into that curriculum, I think that's it's kind of, it's, it would sort of have to be part of that. Yeah, no doubt. And it's funny, on my end of it, Will, having uh, done this format, Classic Rock, for pretty close 35, 40 years, I often get asked, well, gee, who's who's your favorite band? I said, well, two-part answer. I said, you have to understand there's the Beatles, and then there's everybody else. So that that has to be the answer, period. Well, we are uh, way uh, way stoked to see you guys. I can't wait. Uh, My wife and I are coming, bringing some friends, and I have been telling a lot of people about it, and uh, it's going to be real nice uh, weather when you are here. And uh, once you, you and the guys, you uh, uh, well, that's what they're telling us now. I mean, that could change at any given moment. You never know. But no, actually, we are in, I think, our first uh, stretch of uh, pretty nice uh, March weather. If it's good on the baseball field for spring training, chances are it's going to be pretty good at the cap and Clearwater Friday night. Well, Friday, March 4th, we're looking forward to being over there and uh, can't wait to get back down.